on the 30 meter line. They're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long range shot from Anastasia. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Irish NRL show. It's a bit of a strange week, so we've got obviously the reviews of round 15. And obviously we've got the rep round um, to kind of preview as such as well. It's a bit of international, a bit of representative football. Delighted to be joined by Natash. How are you mate? All good? Much better than last week. The Irish sniffles are gone, I hope. So... Um, my calf is gone now um, as well so I'm good too did you go to Father's Day? I should look I got an old card off the, off the pup <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's actually do you know what it's, it's kind of coincidental that it was Father's Day at the weekend obviously our good friends at USA Sports had that discount dad 20 code and that's ended but for a limited time only they have got another code up now which is Flash 25 which is 25% off so you can save yourself even more you bought the ale by a cap, you're gonna to have to buy yourself something now. Matching so, matching gear, lad. Matching gear with the ale pup. Um yeah. just click the link in the podcast description and have a peruse of the wide variety of US sporting apparel until such time as we can get a more suitable uh podcast sponsor for this particular podcast. Um yeah, without much further ado, um I'll just give a quick shout out, I suppose, to the Irish students. Yeah, well. Yeah, narrowly beaten by the uh, their Scottish counterparts in Galway. Where obviously hosting this year. Yeah, I suppose yeah, yeah, the game yeah. was the game was there by all accounts. They, they didn't set proud like, and they was in the yeah. bands for most of it. Yeah. So. so yeah, tough luck to the lads and the road again on Sunday. I think Sunday. I I'm in my head it's Sunday, Saturday. but you think it's Saturday. So we're on a bit of debate off air and it's probably be more professional of us to just quickly The boys seem to be know. enjoying themselves out there in Galway in the lovely weather, so out on the beach. The game yeah, they are playing obviously the English side on Saturday, twenty fifth of June, um at half two, obviously in the NUIG sports facility there. But also a massive shout out as well I suppose as well. We'd be remiss not to to give a shout out to the Irish wheelchair um, side who obviously overcame Scotland on the weekend as well so well on to them as well but without much further ado having covered all things domestic I think it's time to jump across the Tasman and get into the reviews from round 15 so first up is myself um, I think we both really really got this one wrong I think it's the only one we got wrong how long well, the only, only one you got wrong yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you want to talk about you I know oh yeah 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 so yeah I suppose uh, as the French would say Souths were tray tray shit in the first half um, it didn't get much better in the second half to be fair but look they did hold the Dragons to Zero points, even if they did switch off. Um, yeah, 
it was a quick start for the Dragons like, and it didn't look like the, the Rabbitohs their forwards were terrible in the first half it was their gave, senior players yeah it gave them no no platform at all even just to fight back and try something which and the big talking point is Ilias getting hooked like that's what I was going to say after 29 minutes I mean it wasn't you reckon ball. a young half's confidence yeah. oh big thing like I know he came out and Not said Dimitris came out and said he's starting the next game like which is in two weeks but who's to say uh, Nick Arima is not doing well now in the next two weeks training with Cody Walker that'd be another kick up the arse like. yeah that's the thing like, and for me if you're going to hook anyone there I say you hook Walker because it might be the kick up that he needs because it's going to be the big key to like Dimitri being a success it's out is getting Cody back to his best um, and is that waiting for Mitchell to come back like like is this the big chat is he's going to take all the pressure off him but if it doesn't happen what's your answer then like at the end of the mate, at the end of the day you've got he's a fullback you've got an experienced half and an inexperienced half and your experienced half is not playing well. like do you know what I mean like but your inexperienced half is getting the blame yeah for the bad performance of where the other fellas should be pulling it by the yeah. And, and bring them with them like. and I suppose for the Dragons look I suppose credit where it's due um, Zach Lomax I, like I can't say I've always been his biggest fan but it was an incredible bounce back performance considering he was hammered from pillar to post last week he's an unbelievable um, way like the ball bounces to him something serious like he's unbelievable between three lines big paw just <laughs> under pressure like and just pops it into the and Hunt running off and like which is ridiculous like especially after it, like dead the, like the shit he was getting in the media there the week before for his one offload like I know it's criminal like the offload but oh it was he, criminal it was criminal he was, he was getting a lot of a lot of stick from all corners of the media right and they come so. out and back it up then next week like last this week like yeah I think everyone's kind of worked from even if you look at to the offload for the Ravel Hour try like yeah. you got lucky bounce and stuff as well yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but no Ravel Hour Ravel Hour had a lot to do had a lot to do to finish that try like, yeah. he, he didn't put him in a shit position which exactly. I know it's a great offload like, but it, he had a lot to do <laughs> after he got yeah. the ball yeah. um, and Moan as well um, like they've been crying for him for a long time saying he's coming through he's coming through and he looked do you know what he looked really good yeah. I just feel he's potentially going to be a victim of like this we've touched on a few times weird roster kind of management going on at the Dragons um, but I think it's exactly what they need and I think they need to we've said it a few times they need to just bite the bullet and kind of almost be a side in transition for a year but to I a lesser extent do with the yeah. dogs have done I think they have to stick with them and they have to stick with Ramsey at the back as well mm. you start looking for a spine like where do, you, where do you play Sloan though because it's not someone I'd like to see leave yeah I, I would be arguing for him to be playing right now like. or stick Ramsey in the wing like and, um, but I think Ramsey his effort like his work rate is phenomenal like. second to none I think it was it was 16 16 tackles two of them were one on one like which is ridiculous like and that's a full back where you think if it's 16 tackles you think you're losing that game <laughs> if your fullback's making that high tackle like 
and they weren't like so it, like, it just shows you like it's mad for work mm. yeah um, not much more to say like I think that could potentially be a season defining loss for the bunnies especially since stewing on it now for two weeks but my stat bunnies are just 35% possession in the first half they were asked to make 170 tackles, of which they missed 23. So they had a lot of defensive work and not a lot of ball in the first half, but it was largely their own fault. And uh, we'll stick a pin in that fixture and potentially the Rabbitoh season. Mm. Next one is Seagulls and uh, North Queensland. So 26-28 to the Cowboys. Let's just say three tries in seven minutes to, to make game this game round, interesting. Uh, game in the round. Yeah, like the Cowboys are down twenty six twelve with only a few minutes left in in the in the game. Like they switched on something serious. Like, what could you say? Like, I know it. I think the one thing that if the Manly could do it right was the last scrum where they knocked on the Cowboys knocked on, and then they actually went to play a play off the scrum instead of just taking around the corner and straightening up. Yeah. If, I'd say if they the time back they just do that they hit a one-off runner and go but the fact that, that uh, DC tried to run across the field like to bring someone on him was absolute as you say this a few times criminal <laughs> like if anything yeah now Manny Manny didn't play bad like I thought Manny's control like um, what's his name the the Croker Croker had a serious game two tries a 40-20 which was nearly a 30 fucking 10 from a from a from a rock player like or was it from a rock or from scrum like it was a serious just at that time where they needed just a bit of dominance like kick down there he got tried in again then they went again and he got another try off a kick as well but uh, the one thing just that simple mistake they just let them in the Cowboys never say die like which is class I think all the boys that came back and backed up from uh, Origin for them. Shocking to see um, Connor go down at, in the warm-up. It looked He's like... He's out. Supposedly, they were saying that he had niggle in the hamstring all week, like, which would you not think of resting? You really need him to play all the time, like, which I think if a player like that, I think give him a week after backing up from Origin, like, just give him that week. And while I get that though, players play through niggles the whole time mm. and it's never an issue. It's only an issue when it results in an injury. But, but look, you always run the risk, I suppose you are, right? Yeah, I just thought um, that, that like, the, if he had, and the way he's going, like, it would have been great just to give him a week, like, see if it, uh, see if it did calm down. And yeah. then I know he had the two weeks, like, it would have been two weeks nearly. I know you would have picked yeah. for Arjun, like, but uh, still would have given that two weeks rest. Yeah, which is yeah, just the one again. For Arjun, like. Um, yeah, look, I suppose we've chatted about this a, f- a few times for the for the Cowboys. Like, winning, winning has definitely become a habit. Um, and look, it's the only good part of the show for me, but Benji had uh, Chad Townsend mic'd up this week. Yeah. I don't know if you've got a chance to watch it. Yeah. It's brilliant better than the, the Paddy Carrigan one to be fair because he's obviously a half and has the the infamous uh, challenge call <laughs> <laughs> on Jared Sutton but fair play to uh, the referee for, for standing down like yeah there's not many sports where the referee would go at you do you know what yeah you've, you've nailed that too well the Cowboys are, are one of these teams that have two captains mm. like it's Tam Lolo and Chad, and Chad like so 
Yeah. With a, with a, a three or four lads running around you, <laughs> you think one of them, and one of them was very close to him at the time, like. So he actually thought that it was Jason Tamalola that asked for. Yeah, but was he, he mentioned Scott Drinkwater, I think he said in the, in the yeah, I think if you look at the replay in that in his thing, you see Scotty in the background going, putting his hands up, like, and Chad <laughs> shouting at him. <laughs> Shut <laughs> so, up. Yeah, it was through me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Look, from, from Manly, you do feel hard done by for them, but the flip side of the Cowboys is probably true. Like, you look at their last nine fixtures, they've lost to the Sharks, they've, beat, they've lost to the Bunnies, they've beaten Wests, They've lost to the Bronx, Para, the Storm. They've beaten the Warriors. They've beaten Wests again. And then they've lost to the Cowboys. So it's just three wins in the last nine. Well, it says, they, uh, there's a lot of stuff for you as well. They're in eight games against the top eight teams, they're zero to eight. And these are going to be yeah. all teams they're going to play in the run to the final. Like, or when yeah. they get to the final. So it just shows you they're not playing well against the bigger teams. No, no. They probably are good for the money in terms of where they are in 10th. Um, yeah but I feel sorry for them all the same yeah no it was in the balance like I think they played yeah. hard well up until that last even the first try in that seven minutes you go alright but like the last two was just so quick like you couldn't you yeah. couldn't really I know it'd be hard pin the swallow like but it, it was a once off when's this ever going to happen again like teams well, you hope you hope yeah. not too often well, then next week to come back or two weeks and come back it's still Four tries. <laughs> um I suppose next up Melbourne Brisbane. Um thirty one twenty, sixteen apiece at half time. I suppose for me like like it was it was an epic performance by Munster and Husey, um, especially on the comeback. Um but if I'm at, if I'm at Brisbane, I'm not taking that loss too hard, especially when you factor in the injuries. Uh, I just thought they weren't a million miles off it I know they kind of they were 16-6 up and they did obviously surrender that lead just before half time and then there was one side in it in the second half but I think at full strength I think Brisbane run them a lot closer there's been a bit of commentary in the week from pundits kind of saying that the Broncos won't get the value out of the three year deal for, for Reynolds but I think the converse is true I think off the park in year one and for most of two He's going to be really invaluable and has proved so this season. So I'm not going to buy too much into that, to be fair. But I think they the knew they have Tyrone Roberts there as well. Like, like yeah. he's a serious... Good pro. Like for a game to come in, yeah. Like, that's exactly what he is. He's not a first starter a pro, but he's great for to have him in the background mm. if you need to stick him in, like, which is ridiculous. Like, And I didn't even know him with the ball he had him until <laughs> someone said his name. I was like, who is the ball he well, he's, he's never really had long hair. No, no, no. But it was very, very apparent that he has no hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the Storm, obviously, look, at, we, we could chat all day about Munster and Uzi. They were just absolutely brilliant. But Nick Meany, what a bloke. He's just the ultimate Storm utility player. He's, like, really excelled in that system. And no matter where he plays, he had 150 run metres. And he had two try assists. Like, he was just... Everywhere, everywhere. Mm. Um, and little Papi will come back and he'll slide it to the wing and he'll still do it, the same job and maybe Olin will go down with an injury and he'll be pushing to the centres right, and he'll yeah. still do a great job he's just but I didn't see this in the ball yeah I wonder what his contract what the length of it, if it's a three year contract or a two year contract the benefit of going to Melbourne the next contract you go for 
be it not Melbourne, will be value for for your the rest of your career. Like it'd be a marquee, maybe not and marquee, see, but he he could up in the in the fours and five hundred thousand. Like, but the thing is, these players they don't like. <laughs> Like you, you describe Melbourne like a Man United sound of Ferguson, where like players just always up their level. But players leave the storm and seem to retain it. Like you've seen Branko Lee playing for the Broncos in recent weeks. Like he hasn't dropped off no. since he's left. Whereas he was not at that level when he went there. So no. Yeah, look, um, but yeah, just for me in the second half in particular. I know, I know they've been on the comeback towards the tail end of the first half and they brought it back to 16 all from 16-6 down but the second half Hughesian wants to near unplayable um, my stat in the second half line breaks Melbourne 6 Brisbane 2 absolutely carved them up just dirt like and then say that in a positive light obviously yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah no they were class it's worked if you've the opportunity if you've watched it NRL I've let mine lapse. Um, it's definitely worth watching the full eighty minutes again. Birthday is coming up together. <laughs> yeah, no, I get this house sorted. Maybe I might <laughs> might swing a, a, a few bob on it. Yeah, I know. Craig Bellamy came out after the game and said like Melbourne, um, Brisbane really pushed them in the first half, like which it's great to hear from. Like they're going the right way, like Brisbane, like so for a coach like that to come out and say like keep on going you're doing the right stuff you're nearly there like mm-hmm. which, with some of the injuries they have like and stuff like that he rarely praises his own players <laughs> so. yeah I would say so yeah <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah I'd say monsters and like he's in the form of his life I think he just everything he touches comes just he can do whatever he wants like and especially when Hughes is playing that level as well like you have two real running threats out there that if they want can put the game put the ball in the hand and they can do whatever they want with it which yeah. is scary scary and then you have say Grant or someone running from dummy half or, or Brandon Smith running from dummy half that you I'd say if you're a marker in Melbourne Storm you're going oh fuck oh <laughs> like if you had to say <laughs> Harry Grant picking up the ball at the back of the oak you had maybe Munster outside you and then Happy inside, <laughs> oh please! And then out the back in the shape is fucking Hughes, like you know, going. Yeah, and then, and then the cheese is getting a few minutes at Lucy. Yeah, Lucy um, running the lead there for fucking monster. Yeah. Oh, you be just sweating, going, please pass it. <laughs> yeah, don't want to be, don't want to be. And you, you just up with your uh, academy contract for the West Tigers. You're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. this is the first and last appearance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, no much more to add to that. Um, look on the whole, it's it's been a brilliant season for Brisbane. They kind of really needed it, and I think the competition kind of needs Brisbane to be strong. Yeah. It's a bit like Souths. Um, comps going well if they're going well. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Next game, Sharks and Titans, eighteen ten. Uh, what's it? The Sharks started well, like uh, lovely tap on by Kennedy in the lead up to that try, like. It was. It was. He knew exactly what he was doing. He just needed to tip it over your man's head, like, because they rushed up so. Like they just jammed in and rushed up the two outside uh, backs on him, and all he just needed to do was that tip on, just to get it over the head, and, and uh, the winger just, just touched down in the corner. Second try was so soft for the Titans. Like Mylan just he ran across the field, came back in. All the Titans players were all backtracking on their line, mm. where you should be square up running up and then there should be pressure from the inside 
of the ball. But when he stepped back in, there was no pressure and just opened up something serious from him. I think Milan is playing is underrated in that team this year. Yes. In a way that he's not talked about as much as, say, the likes of Talakai and, and, and Hines and stuff. And like Nico. That. And he, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he is steering that 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 team around like I'm taking serious pressure off Nico to let him do what he does. Yeah. So I think that has to be said. Uh, Titans answer back then. Both Furman ran from a, from an assist from uh, some from Brimson, yeah, from the halfway line. Yeah, unbelievable. And then the dummy to fucking the lovely dummy just to fucking. I think Kenny went, oh please pass. <laughs> like he wasn't going to take that contact because that'll he was, do me. Yeah, he was barely fucking up a bit up a bit of steam there running up him. And then Marjou scored again in the corner there. Serious finish just to get it down. I don't know how he got down with that much space. He I'm is a he'd big be a bargain pick up. Well. He's a he's a bargain pickup if they yeah. don't resign him. Now that was the 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 first half, like it was it was nearly a draw coming in. I think it was 12-10 at half time. And then Shaxx only scored one try at, in the last twenty minutes of the second half, line break from uh, from Wilson to set up Brady. And Brady took that ball under serious pressure. The off road, like it was—I don't think it was—it wasn't a fifty-fifty ball. It was a forty-sixty ball into space and hope for the best. There was serious—it was a serious put down. But uh, I think the Titans played better than the Sharks in a way that what you think the Sharks should play and the way the Titans are playing at the minute. The Titans—I would be happier being the Titans than I would be the Sharks. Supposedly there were sixteen errors in in Sharks play. Which I think Fitzgibbon, it's a bit sloppy. It's a bit. It's, they're they're trying too much now to be the Storm or or, or the Panthers like with their tip ons. Like it's just getting a bit messy. I think they have to go back just to try and steer, straighten it up a little bit and steer it. Absolutely, yeah. They need to be. They need to be the Sharks. Yeah, go back to what you're doing at the beginning of the season, like yeah. like running a long ball, giving the ball early to Talakai, make him put a bit of pressure on. You have two wingers that would score in a telephone box if you give them enough space, like. Yeah. And Kennedy, oh. Kennedy's not much in it as much as he used to be, like. In the attacking shape, like he's very much. There's so many attacking options, though. Yeah, I think, like, I think like, in addition to Talakai, like I think Ronaldo Multua is one of the most underrated talents, uh, like most underrated wingers in the comp because he can score from anywhere. Mm. Um, and he looks for walking as well. Like he's not afraid. Exactly. He's not afraid. Like he's a big, big, big body. Like yeah. And absolutely. he's a footballer as well. Like he's skilled. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think they've maybe too much talent, and it's maybe a case of. Yeah, I don't. I I do think I do kind of see what you're coming from. Like I've seen that in recent weeks. I've kind of thought that these boys think there's someone else. Mm. Whereas if they just play. Like if we were if we were talking about the NFL around me, like play sharks football. They're not top. Like, they're not top fourteen. They're top sixteen, maybe or top eighteen. Like they're not the cream of what they thought they were or what we gave them in the first six weeks of, of the competition. Like they're a long they way off. Be. Oh yeah, there's plenty of potential there. Like there's plenty yeah. of potential. Like even one or two additions, maybe next year, they will be some team. Like, but yeah. they just need to. Just need to refine a few, a few uh, attacking. Like the defense is good, like and and Dave Nukem back there as well there during the week. So like they're full, they're, that's probably the best seventeen they could put out on the field, like so. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, New Zealand Penrith. Uh, obviously, 40 points to 6, 18 zip at half time. You might forgive me now for keeping this short and sweet. It was, as suppose, as predicted. But look, we do need to go on record and say that to the entire New Zealand Warriors organisation, both past and present, including the boys who only went for a six-month contract, thanks very much for what you've done over the last two and a half years to keep the league going. Really look forward to seeing them back in Mount Smart um, and hopefully they start getting sell-out crowds. I think they will, obviously, two and a half years away. Plus, you've now got Stacey Jones at the helm. I think that'll get bums on seats. New Zealand casual fans are probably sick and tired of watching Rugby Otera. Um, so yeah hopefully we get some sellout crowds other than that like the Panthers were what the Panthers are Edwards in particular this week was class that gorgeous scrum play like it you draw it up it rarely comes off as clean as that um, no matter speed, who you are but the speed he took the ball like he just was gone like. but it was perfect like, yeah. like that that happens on a training ground at 60% yeah. Do you know what I mean? With limited opposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to do that in an NRL fixture. Yeah, look. My stat, nice quick one for you. The Panthers' 551 post-contact meters was a staggering 210 more than the Warriors. I think the Warriors are paying for the last two and a half years, big time. Um, and there's probably going to be more to come out of the woodwork now when they go back to New Zealand. Mm. Players will be unhappy about being actually in New Zealand. It's yeah. fine when they're in Redcliffe. But I think they're missing their, their big boys like like missing what's the prop to let go. Uh oh, people He's young with the with the owner. To let him go and then Fanua Blake was a bit injured like Matt Lodge. Then, Matt Lodge, sorry, yeah, and Fanua Blake, like them boys they they were only coming back really, like they are missing some big bodies in that in that forward pack to give them some meters like so like three or four of them but he's missing that's your 200 metres there in post contact metres like mm. now I had to say Reese Walsh is a baller he is but you wonder for, for how much longer I know he's he's supposedly going to <laughs> he's going to stay in right cliff I think <laughs> well look I think he needs to get out yeah uh, because it'd be interesting to see him on a good like, like if he stayed in Brisbane with the Broncos with the team they have now I wonder what he'd be like shows you how how badly run the Broncos have been that they'd to let, let him, him leave yeah. like, he, like the meaning like Sam Walker looked that way yeah but like you can see in Sam Walker it's going to take a bit of time oh yeah and maybe yeah. situationally Sam Walker would not have been good in Brisbane because he's so young he needed to go somewhere that was established yeah especially being such a big big organisation that if you think yeah. of NRL you think of Brisbane like you think of Melbourne you think of South Sydney maybe yeah but then you see Reese Walsh from the get-go like someone as good as Roger Tuivasa-Shek was prepared to say yeah, no I go, go on the, the wing. wing yeah I go to the I wing I go on the wing yeah so yeah look but look hopefully hopefully there, there's better days ahead for the Warriors um, because it will be deserved um, but that's all I have to add in that game it was I suppose unfortunately it was as predicted as you say, yeah, with all these Panther, with all the Panther games we played, we, we played out the Panthers how good they are. Like, it's a guarantee they're going to win every year. Like, yeah, you kind of, if, if someone beats them, you're kind of delirious. Like, I was delirious when Power bet them. I was like, we needed yeah. them to lose. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But they're not so. out, out there in the high. Like, uh, mm-hmm. the next game, Eels and Roosters, 26 16 for the Eels. So you got the bounce back from last last week when the beating of the Dodgers get them. 
Uh, the Roosters slide out the top eight into ninth. Defence again is very, very questionable with the Roosters. And I forgot, and I only seen his name. I only remembered him there when he was added to the New South Wales. They are missing Victor Radley something serious. Just that fellow to, to rush up the line and, and drill someone like they're missing that aggression that other players will follow. Like they have no one, they have no, they have no shot. Like big body that's going to smash something. Yeah, like and the energy he brings, and even even when he's in the game, like he he's all go. Like so, like I I had forgot about him that he was injured. Like and I was wondering why they were so bad. Like but they're just missing that type of player that will put a shot on when when the team needs it when there's a lull or something or. When someone's just running that lazy line, like they're just running up, he will put a shot on and players will follow him. So hopefully he should be back. I think they were given, I think it was another five weeks, but the fact that he got brought into to New South Wales and was, I think Freddie rang Robinson to, to ask to him. Get the girl he, to get yeah, and he said he was ready to go. Like So hopefully you see him after the this week, like back in the team. like. Mm. Uh, Another thing, what's them? Eels didn't score in the second half, which will be a bit yeah. concerning for Brad Arthur. I know they, they bounced back 26-16, but uh, from going to where they played in the first half, like they were all over the Roosters in the first half. They were unbelievable to watch. Um, when they click, they really, really click. And even um, like the spine clicks up serious. Like Malone, uh, Reed, Reed Manley's uh, try was unbelievable. Like. Phenomenal. Yeah, but, but even... Um, the amount of players that touched the ball in that try, like... It was just even Papa Lee's try, yeah. gorgeous try. Yeah. Like just or but the problem is Silva's one, or Silva's one in the corner. That went the whole way across the pitch and back across the other pitch. Everyone touched the ball with that one. Like when they, they are just on click fire, enough. they are on fire. But I think that's what's going to affect them if they can't if they can't continue it for sixty to to eighty minutes. Like other teams that can, like as you say, the Panthers and Storm will put them away. Like you'd argue that ultimately. Parry's problem is they haven't got a second way to play so if they yeah. don't click they don't go yeah, right okay yeah. we're not clicking today this is how we're going to play now yeah, instead yeah, yeah. Which, so, which is a bit strange when you have yeah, like, like Reed Manny is a serious fellow for a 40-20 like yeah, that way mm-hmm. like, they should be they should be able to change it up into like say the Manny way you know the way the man, DC would kick into corners for a while like mm-hmm. and, and kill you like that like especially when you're just getting on top of them they'll kick early in the set like and drive it in the middle of the field like I would argue it's probably the house parent in that if you look at the style of Moses and, and Brown they only want to play that way they want to play that open expansive yeah, so they don't they're not going to turn around and say do you know what this is not working Let's. Yeah. they yeah. always think it's on yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's ultimately I think why that side will probably never win the premiership yeah. despite threatening Ray <laughs> uh, Madison signed with the years, uh, rejected the Dolphins during the week which was Interesting. I'd say the money that was offered by the Dolphins was a bit bigger than what was offered by the Eels. With the fact mm. the size and what they have the Eels in their in their squad. Be interesting to see. I you never hear it like but it'd be interesting to see what it was. Um and one question that I wouldn't mention is uh Joseph uh Sawali on the wing for Roosters. This fella he's going to be top top player do you remember do you remember when they la- he, he he got first grade debut last and like he's he's two years too young he shouldn't be next on the year he shouldn't be allowed <laughs> he's a monster yeah 
Shut up. <laughs> like I, the first try he scored was in Manu did a lot for him to get him that space, like and, and an off one. Second try, you know he's a good player when the ball bounces like that to you. When he, he doesn't had, mean to kick it where he kicks it. <laughs> it was the most laissez-faire fucking kick I've ever seen. Like he was, he there's about eight fellas coming over to tackle him. He just tipped it over the top. And, no, you meant and Brown, yeah, Brown was coming lovely and Brown was like yes yes and just took the most awkwardest bounce back to him and he scores in the corner and then there was a shot if you look back on Sivo's uh, try he's, he's, he's three on one and, and Sean Lane's coming in the wing and he knows that he's not going to get this and he puts a shot on Sean Lane after he passed the ball and if you look at the vision Who's on the ground rolling? <laughs> Sean Lang is on the ground holding himself going, oh, what hit me? Because he just laid him out lovely. Like. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he, and when he runs, he skittles, lads. Like, yeah. When he no, takes just, the ball up, like he, he is reckless. The scary thing is, I still think he needs, he has to fill out. Not that, yeah. that he has to, but, he, but he's oh, he like, will. I think he'd, he'd, be, he'd be, if you look at like uh, Manu inside him, like at the start, Manu wasn't, Manu was skinny rangy and he bulked out like you see him do the same like which you like to see the stats on him now like he could be he could be over 100kg like already like so we're talking 16 stone yeah 6 foot 4 like if he puts another fucking 10kg on that runs, run, runs the 100 metres in 10 flat like probably like yeah, <laughs> yeah. drives the 100 metres in 10 flat <laughs> Fair. Vertical leap of God knows what. Um, oh, Just a pure scary. athlete, like. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna be Freak. one. He's, he's he's definitely one of my ones to watch. Like. I think he's on course to be a sunny build, to be a great English, to be like a star that transcends the sport. That like yeah. people know who he is, who don't necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be a household name really. in the next two, three years. Like. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The people that don't watch him will know his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Right. Raiders Knights Raiders 20 points to 18 14 6 at half time thank god this is a 5 o'clock on a Sunday otherwise I would have had a fucking aneurysm by 6 like Jesus we uh, <laughs> we nearly threw it away again like I just it's the same issues again same as like the Broncos I want to be very clear on the record when I say this the Knights are for me by far and away the worst side in the comp they're currently 12th Courtesy, obviously, of the two points you get for a boy, which obviously we're a bit, it's a bit of a state of flux, and they had two from two in the first two rounds. If you take those away, the bottom, because the doggies are three wins, and I, and I think anyone else, including the doggies, if we have that kind of fade again, we lose that game and it's wrapped up. Fourteen six at half time, but it should have been fourteen zip. We let in a soft try just before half time. And they weren't even in the first half at all. They, like the Knights were poor. Um, now they look they looked better in the second half, but that's because we made them look better. And look, I get I get to the few positive things. Savage, look, he's going to be phenomenal when he cuts out these errors. But like he's very lucky not to give the give the to like gift trap wrap a try there for the Knights. He kind of tried to keep the ball in play, where the more mature player probably just lets it bounce out. It wasn't even going to be a forty twenty. I don't think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no need to make the play. Yeah. Bit silly. Nearly very lucky. I I wouldn't have been if that had been ruled a try, I actually wouldn't have been annoyed at the decision. It'd be more to play, like do you know what I mean? But like Joey Depine 
is going to be the Daily M property year. I'm yeah. very comfortable saying that. His effort, he's everywhere. He's just, and for someone who made the switch in the off season, he's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, but look, yeah. if I was supposed to be, if I was going to be, going to be a, do a good bit of punditry, a good bit of honest journalism here, put my biases to one side. Yeah. And while I, while, while I love the man, I don't know what more can be said about Ricky before he's put under the microscope. Like, this whole second half fade away, it's symptomatic of his entire tenure. The only kind of year that was kind of the anomaly was 2019. Mm-hmm. And you wonder what kind of effect was the energy of, of Johnny Bateman, basically, did that kind of fade away. Yeah, but it was... Fair. It was the same when it was Blake Austin. Um, do you know, it, it's been the whole way through Ricky's kind of tenure at the Raiders and it, and it probably was a, was an element too of his tenure at the Sharkies now I know he won the camp with the, the Roosters and stuff but at what point do you kind of go hold on a minute here there's a common denominator hmm. what's what does he need to fix at half time and I just don't know um, my stash feeds into the mantra the, 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 the thing that we know the Raiders aren't too careful with the ball Um <laughs> So in the fourteen in the first half, so basically in, in both halves, the Raiders completed fourteen sets, but they only had eighteen in the first half, so it's about seventy-seven percent, and they had twenty-two in the second in the second half, so they completed about sixty-three percent in the second half, which kind of shows you where they're at. And look, if you're winning a game that you should have already won, and the last play of the game, effectively. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. By kicking chase by a second rower, do you know maybe you were lucky? <laughs> if you were blessed. Uh, yeah. yeah. So look, you look. We'll take the win, but. Yeah, no. I do follow a like a, a weekly review, and <laughs> there's like likes, dislikes, and what dislike was just camber in general. <laughs> that was it. Like, closely followed Sorry. by Milford's kicking chase and so half while they were leading. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just, and was there any context? Just, just in no, general, just it's to, cold. as you said, it's the cold. Fade, like the faders become the faders. Like it's it's up at, at fourteen and a half, just before half time, let them in. Like it's just, yeah. as you say, killed you. Now you don't see microphone in fucking the the change room after and see what Sticky's reaction was because I'd say he wasn't happy. Well, are they just tired of his voice? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like they, that happens happen, with players. It happens all the time. Like it happens. Like these are paid professionals. Like. I know you're getting paid to do the job, but you still have that. Just listen to the same fucker give you the same advice. It, it wears thin after a while, unless you're winning. Like you look at yeah. Melbourne, like they are there every year, like which and people want to go to Craig. Like there's a reference there. You if know you if you go at, there yeah. and you do what you told you to win. Well, like Munster, take Munster for an example. He's only going to sign on if Craig Bellamy signs on again, which just shows you the man himself. Like. But even you look at the bulldog situation, like, and that's that's a terrible situation. But 
there's a lot of players who are who are backing out because they they signed specifically for Barrett who'd work they're all coming out and saying it yeah they, like mm. Kicker came out and said it, that the only reason he signed was because Barrett was there like mm. now I think with Potter they are <laughs> they're playing better stuff <laughs> yeah but yeah look I suppose I'll take the win but if we if we make the eight we're, we're, we're bouncing out after one game mm. and we're scraping in by the, the skin of our teeth but it, it's a log jam there at the present there's a lot of a lot of poor sides between seventh and yeah. you just like to see someone stand out and, and take the, the take away the scruff yeah next one Bulldogs and, and Tigers so 36-12 to the Bulldogs Let's it was 12-6 at half time like the two games were evenly matched like the two teams were evenly matched uh, just the, the doggies took the chances in the second half they looked really well like after when they came out like to put a big score on uh, on the Tigers was it that Para were bad last week or the doggies are, are, are after after coming around the corner like I wonder their strengths I think if 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 they had Flanagan and Avril at full back and seven all year round I think this might have been coming a lot sooner to have like them two like Avril is playing one of the best rugby playing and he's in that Scotty Drinkwater sort of a role where he can roam and come into the game inject himself wherever he wants like like he scored two tries there at the weekend like he scored two last weekend as well like like he, he, he is a good player and it lets Burton take the pressure off Burton a little bit because everyone was looking at Burton to see what 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 he'd do like with such a, a price tag and such a reputation like uh, no I just thought like back to back wins who who seen this coming especially the scoreline like yeah. it, it, it would have been different if say they bet the yields on a one off like and then this was tight but the fact that they put 36 and 34 last week like they put yeah. two good scores on, on two teams without them really coming back like it shows you that the the sort of camp and stuff when Barrett left I think Potter is out to bring them back to basics and as you say give them a game plan that, that plays to their strength like, it's also it especially kicking over the top for, for Fox like like you're the fastest man in in the comp kick on to her and see what he does <laughs> and I was very impressed with him there was was it the Burton it wasn't a try but it was a break from his own 20 when he got the ball he was inside the goals like he was in the middle of the field when he got the ball there were still three lads outside him so it means that he's a, he has that freedom to come in Fox and make that break he took him on the outside took the break gave, I think he gave Burton the ball way too early and he sort of just kicked it on and it, like the, the Tigers diffused the situation but it just shows you that he's starting to come into his cream and starting to like have like take ownership of the role that he, he has in the team like mm. as a senior as a senior yeah like as in like follow me lads I'll, I'll do something here like which all you want is players to do that like just want to give it a, a shout out to maybe a man who could be kind of instrumental in this it's kind of touched on someone on Fox League I don't know if it was NL360 whatever but Jacob Caraz, the young winger uh, on the other side so the story goes that when they oh, yeah. lost to Penrith and because they weren't embarrassed 
they lost in 30 points to 18 something in the round then some of the more senior players in particular Corey Allen were like almost kind of joking and, and really kind of happy in the change room and it nearly went to blows this young fellow was like that's this not acceptable not, yeah. and they've won two in the trot since then and he is playing good stuff he he's is. playing very good stuff he's a gun wing um, he's a hard man to stop yeah yeah uh, the one talking point in it was the Alex Twat did you see that the concussion Alex Twal yeah I think we call him Alex Twat Twat Twal sorry <laughs> the no tries for over 100 and something game like, yeah, uh, yeah it was a strange one it was I think a lot of people calling for Burton to get uh, suspended or something and I think it's just stupid because Twal uh, is obviously trying to turn him and flip him to the ground like and he is defending himself if you look at the first I know his hands are under his chin like but he is looking away trying to get himself away from mm. and the momentum was with 12 to try and get him like he, he continues on with his throw like mm. and he hits his head off the ground like I, I think it's it's a much of muchness it's 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 a bit of over the with the Kafusi last week knowing that his head is there like in the yeah. slowest of slow motions that is HD Play it. HDI <laughs> fucking LED Super whatever you want the fuck like yeah it's ridiculous for to, to try and say that these are premeditated and the, the players know what they're doing but I think the media have a responsibility to say look at I think Paul Kent and them lads are, are really going to town in this sort of stuff like which is there's a there's a few bits in this though there's like one as you said like it's it's a slow-mo version it's also around origin period so it's no coincidence that it was a player in the in the Maroon squad last week and now this week it's someone who's who who which we'll get to later is kind of now included in the New South Wales squad. Like there is a bit of politics to it too as well. Yeah. Um but yeah, look I wouldn't I wouldn't read too much in it. Six one half than the other. It's a league play for me. Yeah. So I mentioned yeah. that. I just think it's much of a muchness. Yeah. That's it. We're, we're going to take a break from the NRL for the time being and we're going to jump straight into rep round. It's worth noting that Tash obviously dominated in the preview 7 to 6. He now takes a commanding 65 to 57 lead. Yeah, I'm fired. If I could just convert that to money, it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, just be sick if like, it'd be sick if like. It's a similar kind of thing. And yeah. like rounds 18 on, I just start piling on no. the victories. No. I've been in front for so long. Yeah. Yeah, look, I suppose the first game we're actually going to, to jump into is obviously Friday, 10.45, Women's Origin. So, look, it's great to kind of have it. It's down in GIO Stadium. Obviously, Canberra are a new entrant to the NRLW next season. So... Yeah, like I might just run through the, the Queens and Maroon squad and just give us a a bit of a kind of a, a precursor to the game. So full back Tamika Upton, wingers Emily Bass and Julia Robinson in the centres. We've got Ivania, Polite and Sinead Chilisoko. In the halves, Taryn Aiken and the ever present Ali Brigshaw Brigginshaw. Then the forwards, Chelsea, Lenarduzo, Uka, Brittany Bailey, Natai and the other prop obviously is Shannon Matto and then in the rows we've got Talisha Harden Tasman Gray and Destiny Brill at Lucy in the change bench of Lauren Brown Jessica Ellison Stephanie Hancock and Tiana 
Rastran Smith. Very nice, very nice. Good work. Uh, New South Wales team. So, at fullback, Emma Tongato, is it? Uh, on the wing, Yasmin Clydesdale and Tanya Penete. In the centres, Jesse, uh, Jess Sergis and Isabel Kelly. Six and seven is Kier Dibbs and Rachel Pierce. Uh, in the props, you have Samana Tofu and Millie Boyd. At hooker, you have Keelan Davis. 11 and 12, uh, Kezi Apps and Shailen Bennett. Uh, at Lucy, Hannah Southwell. 14, Quincy Dobb. 15, Sarah Tukali. Uh, 19, Kathleen Johnson, 17, Olivia Kernick, and 18, Sam Brimner. Sorry. Uh, I think uh, I'd like to see New South Wales put a, a bit of a bit of a fight back. I know the last two years Queensland had bet them bet them well in the first year, and then it was only eight six last year. But I, I think there's a lot from the Roosters team in the New South Wales I think there's five from the Roosters team and then there's a few household names like Millie Boyle and, and Kezia yeah I'm not I'm not really happy with Millie to be honest with you um, <laughs> she's taken out of Millie away at the Newcastle and yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm not fully <laughs> yeah. happy with her right now but yeah. what I was going to say right and maybe this is a little bit kind of maybe it's a bit it's not intended to be sexist but I'm just saying like when, when the women's origin came about I didn't know any of those players and I'm not be letting it but it's it's a tribute to the success of the NRLW that we know these players now we're like yeah, like Ali Brigginshaw like Millie Boyle they're, they're stars like. yeah, yeah. and I think the NRL and like say Queensland and New South Wales are promoting these players mm. more and more that they're becoming household names like you can't get past the social media without the girls being on it and mm. having the name like up there in, in front of you like which is brilliant like I think the social media has a lot to play in the, in the women's growth of the game and some of the stuff they put up is far better than the lads like I, <laughs> yeah. the girls last week in Italy like the Irish girls last week compared to the lads this week in Galway is, is, yeah. is appalling like <laughs> yeah it's night and day but yeah no, like I think like say if you, if you were to compare like top tier women's leagues in various women's sports the NRLW is doing a tremendous job. Like I would say, there's far more fans of rugby league, no NRLW players, than basketball fans, no WNBA players. Yeah, oh, definitely. Even like ourselves here, like we're, we're typically the other side, the fifteen, the fifteen side. Yeah. I'd ask you to name three Irish women's players. Yeah, I, I could point them out to you. Um, like say, yeah, well, she like, plays. Like you know that way, like yeah. it's it's. For, for, for them to be so close like I think we're lacking here in, in areas that we could be better at but uh, I just think as you say like like the, so, like the names like it would have been unheard of like five years ago for you to name a ladies NRL W player yeah. like and now yeah. you, you could rhyme off six or seven and I'm like no hassle yeah which is and to have, a, and to have an issue with one because of her latest transfer yeah, like, you know I mean? <laughs> to be invested, that's to be invested in it. Yeah, come back to Canberra, Millie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, look, it, it, it's absolutely brilliant. And 
Look, there's a huge part of it too is that the games don't clash with men's fixtures. And I know that sounds stupid, but don't make people make a choice. Yeah, Give people the option. Definitely, 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 definitely. I just, like let them let them play them separately, and let them have a choice of of, of do not put them in competition with the men's. Yeah, I think it's enjoyable to watch. I I like. I think it's a real old-fashioned way of playing. Like they, they run hard up the middle, and then when they get out the backs, there's some electric pace in the women's side. Mm. And especially mm. when they brought in like the sevens, like I know Australia sevens released a few players to go play last year, and that really brought on the game as well. Like, mm. yeah, good for everyone. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to. It, to be fair, um, and it's out kind of on its own on Friday I think it only has any actually any other uh, international fixtures on no Friday right, like so next up obviously for me picking international f- fixtures replay of that famous World Cup semi-final from a few years ago robbery Tong- <laughs> well yeah look whatever it was it was a, it was an epic watch uh, to say the least so I'll quickly detail the uh Kiwi side as I think you've you want to you want to review it was yeah um, obviously I don't have I just have the squad names I don't actually have positions yeah, team, but yeah, yeah. we'll all be able to figure them out anyway I don't know who's starting and who's not no, but yeah but uh, obviously 6.20am Saturday 25th Mount Smart Stadium New Ze- Auckland so it's the first game there in a while so obviously the New Zealand side just run through it Big Nas, Big Nelson, Asafa, sort of Omona, uh, Jesse and Kenny, the Bromwich twins, uh, Dylan Brown, Aaron Clark, James Fisher Harris, Kieran Foran, which is good to see him get a nod, <laughs> Pierre Heku, Jerome Hughes, Moses Liotta, who I'm absolutely delighted for because he is the one of the form props in the competition. He's Mr. Reliability. He kind of gets overlooked with, with Fish. Uh, Isaac Liu, Joy Manu, Tay Martin. It's good to see him getting nod because he's doing well at fullback for the Broncos. Ken Mamalo has a bit of a red resurgence with the Tigers. Ronaldo Mulitalo, uh, Niame, Brent Nicora, Nukore, Isaiah Papali'i of the Eels, Jordan Rapana, Jordan Ricky, Brandon Smith, Scott Sorensen, who I'm absolutely over the moon for. Um, and then obviously to round out the squad, we've got Joey Tapine. And Dylan Wateni Zelezniak, very strong side on paper. Michael Maguire should have no excuse. He should have had loads of time to arrange this side, given his uh, working week got a little bit less looked <laughs> yeah. in the last few weeks. Great so, yeah, no, look, Second job to fall back on. Strong, strong side there. Um, multiple different options. A lot of form players have been picked as well. I don't know if Isaiah, Isaiah Papaliti has played yet before for New Zealand. Jordan Ricky's in form. Scott Sorensen's in form, probably coming off the bench. To be fair, Kieran Foran. To see, yeah, it'd be interesting to see the likes of them boys. What way they play, yeah. or will they get named? Like, hopefully, they get named in the in the squad. Like, is it? Yeah. Is it seventy? It's a bit more. I think it could be eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, but like you look at that, like the props they have, they could run rotation. They could, <laughs> they could have. They could start with Nas and they could start with uh, James Fisher Harris and then they take them off and bring on Moses Liotta and Jordan Tapan at the point. Like that's an incredible prop rotation to have. 
in addition to having <laughs> Brom- Bromwich bro- brothers in the row and then you can kind of go Isaiah Papaliti and I'd probably play Hooker but you could have Brandon Smith in then at Lucy like that's a phenomenal pack that's a pack designed to hurt you um, to say but the least um, so yeah look plenty of talent in that squad and if you wanted to beef it up you could put Aaron Clark in at, at Hooker because that's what he plays for the Gold Coast Titans but he's a big body so yeah look that's a I very talented Brandon squad Brandon Smith would play Hooker like he, he wants to play Hooker so I think Yeah, look, Maybe like an oceanic, arguably, an oceanic cup or something. Like I know that that's a thing, but I think it's two years, isn't it? Yeah, and then like the the winner of that in alternate years, the yeah, winner yeah, of that off. or the European one goes into the Four yeah, Nations. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, look, that's I get that. Um, what I was going to say is just there's two players there on Tonga side that arguably for me should be involved in the Blues setup, and they're a huge addition for Tonga. So obviously we all know Tony Staggs, but. Keon Kulamatongi, like, I know he, obviously the Ravens were poor the weekend, but he's arguably been one of the form second rows this season. Um, and I don't think he's a million miles away from being in that blue squad. He offers so much. Yeah. Um, and that's in a struggling bunny side. Um, so I think Tonga, I think this is going to be, if you're tanking up at 620, yeah. stick it on record because it's oh, going to yeah. be a different style of league, um, more brutish style of league. Now, next up, obviously, shortly thereafter, we have Samoa. Samoa. 
And the Cook Islands, Campbelltown Stadium, Sydney, 8.40, so 29, lovely time. So I'll just run through the Samoan squad quickly enough. Bags of talent in this side now, to be fair. Uh, Penrith Light, maybe you could call it. But <laughs> Charlie Staines, Taylor May, Isaac Tago, Jackson Paulo, David Ophaluma, Chanel Harris Devia, Anthony Milford, Four Pack, Marty Tapau, Jazz Tavunga, Francis Molo, Josh Schuster, Jaden Sua, Josh Alloway, Alloway, I always struggle across that one. Interchange bench of Fa Manu Brown, Keenan Palasana, Spencer Linu, and Bunty Afoa. Look, we know some more are going to be big, but what they've often been kind of accused of before is having kind of a weak spine. That's a very strong Samoan spine for me. I know. Milford's probably a stretch to call him a strong spine, but look, he is experienced. I like Charlie Staines at fullback. I like to see what he can do at fullback. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I tried to get Cook Island's <laughs> team up on a team sheet somewhere, and I could not find them anywhere this morning. I can have it if you want me to run through it. Yeah, walk away, because I was lost yeah. there this morning. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was a bit of a nightmare to get these, but so I went full back. The Cook Island dot uh, com, and it's was it? the dominant <laughs> main. They're still making it. <laughs> Wix profile. Yeah, on a bit. Now to be fair, it was up on up on NRL dot com about lunchtime. So, uh, Kyle Aero at full back. S- Stephen Masters, Anthony Gelling, uh, Super League fans will be familiar. Ruben Rennie, Malachi Morgan, Isan Masters, and Reese Rice in the halves. Um, four pack of Vincent Rennie, Aaron Taroy, and Xavier Wilson. Second rows: Brendan Picaru, Pride Peterson, Robati, Tinero Aro, and the interchange branch of Brody Tamaru, Moses Nova McGreal, Makieshi Makatoa, and Davy Moale. So not a huge amount of NFL talent. Um, some of the people I'm kind of surprised by um, Charles Nickel Gluckster would have played fullback previously for the Cook Islands maybe because he's declared for New Zealand but he's not included in that squad mm. so you wonder why he couldn't have been picked up um, the Cook Islands look to be making strides again pre-Covid maybe Covid has kind of set them back a bit given the the fact that playing Sam Masters in the halves like he's probably the most experienced player there maybe Reese Rice but yeah, um, this will be a bit of a bruiser, to be, to be to be quite frank. I think the next one's going to be a scary one. <laughs> yeah, um, PNG and PNG. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go with the. Uh, I don't know if this play correct, but I'll go with the Cannibals. Um, Papua New Guinea, uh, ten fifty Campbelltown Sports Stadium. So, backline, Alex Johnson, a fullback. Robert Derby, David Mead, Justin Olam, Terry Wapu, and then halfback partnership of Kyle Labot and Lackey Lamb. Should be a good watch. Four pack, Epel Capanias, Wartova Poro, and Sylvester Namo. Then you've got Dan Russell, Nixon Putt, and Jacob Alec. The uh, interchange bench is Liam Horn, Emmanuel Wane, Mackenzie Ye, and Dilbert Isaac. Tell me my pronunciations and tell you now they were terrible, but we got through it. Yeah. Uh, give me two seconds. Give Fiji one day as well. <laughs> if you have it. Yeah, yeah Fiji back. Yeah, that's no worries. Uh, Backline of Sinu Turuva, Michele Ravalawa, Sammy Velame, 
Wagga Blake, Micah Zivo in this, and uh, Kevin Nakama playing six. Natuno Masima uh, playing seven. Four pack of Joseph Ratokorvura, uh, Hooker, Petoni Tiger Tumo. <laughs> Second prop is <laughs> Tui Kamika Mika. You remember that one? Uh, rows of Viliami Kiku and Taniela Sadurugu. And then obviously the Lucy is Tane Milne. Plenty of NOL talent in this one. Bench is Isaac Lume Lumi. And Pio Secchi, Lavar, Manuele, Livoarve, and Kaylin Miller. Apologies to our Fiji Bati listeners and our Papua New Guinea listeners. His pronunciations are poor. I am trying my best. I'm a normal <laughs> man. So I'd like to see you pronounce. Yeah, it's hard work. It's definitely PNG and PG is not my. Pronounce, pronounce Dundry and come back to me. Yeah, I'm Yeah, me or Sersha. Yeah. See you, Bon. Yeah. It's interesting to see, like, as you said, this will be a bruiser, I think. PNG's last game was a win against uh, Great Britain, 28 28 10. Jesus. 2019. Now, I think it was a very. It was a second string. Great Britain. It was a tour inside, like. But uh, it's it's great for them, like, and. That is it in Australia or where is this Campbelltown Campbelltown yeah so like anywhere P&G go like they're going to get a crowd anyway so like it'd be interesting to see and Fiji like it's just going to be body body for the first 30 minutes like or first hit up like I don't know who had the kick off but uh, I'd hate to be a Fiji if I'd run out from, from the end because I think from one to one to thirteen, they can all put a shot on you. <laughs> yeah. and they all like one seventeen. Yeah, one to seventeen. It is scary. So the big one. Yeah, Origin two, ten fifty Sunday. Make sure no matter how bad the hangover is that you're up and at them for this because it's gonna be it's a classic. Like like Ultra Marones first. Yeah, I have the new obviously. Yeah. yeah, so obviously neutral venue up the stadium Perth. Um, much uncha- not much change now from Rowans but it was backline Caelan Ponga Selwyn Cabo Valentin Holmes Dane Gagai Murray Tuilagi um, then the halfback pairing of Cameron Munster Daly Charon Evans four pack of Lindsay Collins who was phenomenal in Origin 1 Ben Hunt and Hooker Josh Papaliti Cork Capewell Felice Cafusi and Big Tino let's call him Tino uh, uh, Lucy Interchange bench, Harry Grant, Joy Arrow, Patrick Harrigan, and Jeremy Nanai. It's very, I don't think there's any changes in that. And the uh, squad that played Origin 1, correct me if I'm wrong. Just Carter, is it? Just Carter, actually, sorry, fair, um, fair play, yeah. Tulangi on the wing. Yeah, he came in off the bench, didn't he? Yeah, Colts was, yeah. Yeah, fair. But uh, other than that. Um, it's just, as you say, like it's injury force, like they, these are not selection. There's the force yeah. behind it. Versus the other. Uh, New South Wales then. So Tedesco, full back, uh, Tahu and Tupu wingers, uh, Matt Burton and Stephen Creighton in the centres, uh, Jerome Luai and Cleary in the halves, Payne Haas and Jake Tavojevic in the props, uh, Carousel in the Ukin, uh, Cameron Murray and Liam Martin in the, in the rows, and Isaiah Yo at Lucy, Damien Cook at 14, Angus Crichton at 15, Junior Paulo 
Bolu, sorry, at 16, and uh, Safi at Talakai at 17, with uh, Hines at 18, man. Seven changes to that team from what played. Don't like it. Yeah. I think the loss of Mitchell and Javajevich is massive. Like, Turbo and, and Latrell, like, like, the two boys, if we don't have them on the team, we're, we're in serious trouble. And it just shows you with the changes that that is forced, like, like we're, we're aggregating two fullbacks in, in our centres when we have them. And then mm-hmm. we're, we're in trouble when we don't have them because we don't have enough centres. They can't pick the centres they want, like. Yeah, Jack out with, with Cobra as well. Being, I'm yeah, not saying massive. Yeah, no, no, he would have. He as he was one of the best players on the field on both teams, <laughs> like last yeah, game one. Round. So I think he would have been definitely on. I know there was calls for 14 man to put him on and put Crichton in, but even Crichton when he came on last time, he had a few sloppy mistakes. Like it was no a few silly penalties. Like now look, the I suppose the the major criticism of game one was. There was too many Penrith players and all the Penrith players seemed off. So the solution is to get more. More Penrith players, yeah. So I think there's, was that eight in the starting lineup? Yo, yeah. Martin. Yeah, and an happy car. So like, I... It's very much that the spine is the spine and, and he wants them to play a certain way. And it's, I think, he, he, his excuse is that happy controls the rock a bit more than Cook. Yeah. which is a bit strange um, Cooper's your international hooker as well like. yeah look I'm I, I suppose I'm not overly happy with that side still is going to be a fantastic game I just think it's not a side I'd pick for game 2 potentially no. I would have picked it for game 1 mm. with the caveat that if I lose it I still have a chance to win the series do or die all on the line I'm not sure that's the squad I pick the reason James, being would you stick with what you, well if you had White and you would have picked White would you stick with Toy Stag sorry would you would you have stack, a stick with Stag if he was injured if he was I probably I don't think he did enough Tonga like so I don't know I don't think he did enough that long wrong bar come off injured um, of those 17 players there I'm probably starting Talakai over I think I'm starting him over Crichton to be honest with you Crichton's, Crichton looks great in a Penrith system but I don't know if he looks great elsewhere mm. uh, props for me I love Jakey but I'd probably play him in the rows ahead of Liam Martin mm. not that Liam Martin does anything wrong he's, and he's arguably the best Penrith player on show in game one Yeah, but I don't know Um now look, the last time we went to up the stadium in Perth, it was a very different news at Wellside, but they absolutely romped home. Mm. They absolutely they wore the black jerseys. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but I just don't think that's on the cards with this panel. Delighted to see Matt Burton. Like I nearly argued to play Matt Burton at six. Well, I think it's that with his boot as well gives gives Cleary serious like a serious out with the pressure that Queensland came in the first game like he aggregate, I think it was was it 12 or, or or 10 kicks that 
that they found clearly like every time he kicked it there was someone on him and I think yeah. two of them would have been a penalty in the NRL like if it was if it wasn't state yeah. of origin like which just shows you the pressure he was under like like every time it was fifth set or fourth set you could see the marker racing like get the kicker get the kicker get the kicker like look we're yeah. clear 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 so it was interesting to see but I think if they have the option of Burton's boot I think Queensland will have to sort of slow down <laughs> and, and make sure that they're chasing the right man so yeah. it'd be interesting to see what way to use them uh, I think Jordan McLean having a call and now he's in the 20 he's 20th man like just shows you what, the, the, what he's taught and the Cowboys because he went from Melbourne up there and he was sort of in the doldrums there for a while like and now it shows you like the, 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 the season he's having like yeah, I think it's kind of showing you what he is when he, he's a he's a player that if you're going well yeah. he's going to go well but if you're not going well he's not going to do an awful lot to change it he's yeah, yeah he's and Nico staying at 18 man like it just shows you I think it's it's a good option to have if if the Queensland are going the way they're going and they're really head hunting clearly like it's, it's bound to happen yeah. I just want to know like I really want to see what he does with with Carcel and, and Cook. What's the mids? Like, because yeah. they can't play anywhere else, can they? You can't put them on. Absolutely to, not. No, they're, they're hooker and hooker. It'd like, be strange to have two of them on, on the field at one time. Like. Yeah, like unless he just wants to get Damien Cook on when bodies are tiring, and that's the. Because mm. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Damien Cook is a beach printer. I heard that. that Did you? Happen. Yeah, yeah. No, no, a lot of people know this. Um, yeah, um, yeah, you just run Betty's down. <laughs> the hard yeah, track. The hard yeah. track. No, um, yeah, like I, I, that's the only logic for me is because either of those hookers are eighty minute hookers. Mm. Now the one advantage that Damien Cook has over Appy Corso is Damien Cook has a running game brilliant against a tyrant defence he just doesn't because of his seniority he doesn't often get yeah, to play it's a bit like when to a lesser extent when the Raiders bring on Tommy Starling yeah, yeah, yeah. bring on to sort of free roll and, and attack the, the tired bodies like yeah but uh, yeah no I'm, I'm looking forward it's intriguing the the selection has made it more intriguing and I'm so do you give it willing- a one all or a two a two nil oh, my head says two nil my heart says one all I would obviously root for New South Wales both kind of technically do, but they both kind of pretty much shout for New South Wales mm. which is mad considering we're, we're men who've got into at the time when there was a, a dominant <laughs> league. and a dominant um, dominant probably arguably the best four players ever to play the game were playing with yeah. Queensland yeah so I look maybe we're just like glory hunters Good for you though you can't you haven't nailed your colours to a, a club yet um, that's um, that might be a grand unveiling for the final episode, the grand final preview. We just sneak back into the top eight. <laughs> no, for yourself, you might be next season. I will yeah, be supporting. Yeah, I will. Yeah, that's I'm gonna have four hats in the hill in front of me in the table. Yeah. <laughs> be like LeBron James' decision. Yeah. I'm taking my ta- my, my talents too. <laughs> yeah, Miami Campbelltown. <laughs> no. Yeah, Campbelltown doesn't have the same ring. Or the North Coast be- beaches doesn't yeah. have the same ring to Daytona, whatever it is. Yeah, look, I suppose a long episode, a lot to get through. Um, but that's all from me. You think that's me done as well? Cool. Well, thank you and good night. Enjoy the footy.
Eight minutes to go. Eight points all. Played to Kiri. Veers down the left. Short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Get-